As you can see, we um, are in beautiful, sunny Canada. I actually flew out just this morning, just for just this, this interview. So you're welcome. This is live. It's live. Yeah, it's totally live. Also, it's like really warm as well. Yes. Like we actually had to we had to move to the shade. Yeah. Because it's so hot. So I'm sure like you guys can probably relate back yeah. home. 30 degrees. It's so, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really difficult here. Um, so pray for that. Yep. Um, but yes, today I'm joined by the amazingly, beautifully, wonderful Hannah Cunningham. Hannah, do you just want to start off by introducing yourself, saying um, how you're involved with Grace, mm -hmm. um, why are you in Canada, and just, yeah, a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, so I'm Hannah Cunningham. I was born Hannah Bowden. Um, so my mum and dad, Ian and Amanda, and my sister Emily also go to a Grace Fellowship, which is awesome. I went to Grace Fellowship for a couple of years whenever my husband and I were living in Northern Ireland, and I helped out as a youth leader with Grace Youth, which was awesome. With this one, that's where yeah. I kind of convinced her to come over here and join me. Yeah. Um, but I, so I moved out here to Canada kind of longer term um, in 2019. I'd worked here on and off between 2013 and 2019. 17 was when we moved back to Northern Ireland, so we was over in Northern Ireland at Grace Fellowship for two years, and then came here in 2019 right in time for COVID to hit, so that was really fun. Um, but I work here at Muskoka Woods, um, which is where Ellen is working this summer as a counsellor, um, but I normally work in our year-round program. I'm the leadership program manager. Um, essentially, we have this building called the Leadership Studio, which you can actually see behind us. Um, not a plug at all. <laughs> um, so any we run, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Like we, the groups would come up to us for weekends, for midweek trips, um, and pretty much if they want, like we have two departments that run year round. We have skills and groups, and we have the leadership studio. So the skills and groups um, team run like grade eight grad trips, is what we call it. But it's almost like P seven, like trips before they go into first year um, where they go away for a couple of weeks a couple of weeks they would come here for three days um, with their school do a bunch of activities and things like that the program that I run um, is specifically if they're looking for leadership programs and um, so a lot of ours would be um, we would have like church leadership teams we would have like school prefect teams come to us we've had we have everything from like corporate team, corporate groups to church groups to school groups, and then um, some of my favorite ones are actually our resiliency groups. So those are we have a couple schools that we partner with, um, where they have kids who are at risk of dropping out of school or are involved with the police or have like a lot of mental health or um, even there's one school in particular they have like a lot of immigrant families that come to the school so these kids have just landed in the school they're like don't even speak the language mum or several mum or dad or other siblings could still be back in the country where they came from um, and we run these programs to kind of help them they come to us a couple times in the year um it's gonna be a really long description of what i do but it's fine because <laughs> we, we haven't even got to what i've been doing this year um but they would come, we do it a couple times a year, and the whole thing that we teach here is that a leader is not just the person who shouts the loudest, a leader is not always the person who's in the leadership position. Um, the phrase that we teach them is, a leader is someone who looks at their world, says it doesn't have to be this way, and does something about it. So it's this idea that they, in whatever situation they're in, can be a leader. They can step up and say, no, it doesn't have to be this way. And they can choose to be leaders in their families, in their schools, in their friend groups. Um, and they don't have to be defined by the situation they find themselves in. That's kind of the main takeaway I find a lot of these kids have. Um, and the ultimate goal is to get them back into regular school and get them back into school so they can graduate. 
Um, so that is our, my normal job. That is what I was hired to do in 2019. Um, but obviously in March 2020, everything went a little bit sideways. Yeah. Um, what I don't even know. Yeah. Don't even ask. Yeah. That was a week that has been ingrained in my brain. And it's now paired with another week that happened a couple of weeks ago. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that one. <laughs> um, but this summer, so essentially, um, everything kind of shifted a little bit in Muskoka Woods. I am still in my current position, but I also this summer have been running the, our staff coach program. So I'm the staff coach director this summer. Um, Big, big name. Big, big name. Yeah. <laughs> so that means I'm part of our director team helping run our summer program. Um, but specifically, I am focused on making sure that our staff um, ministry programs run. Um, so that is our small groups program. So our small groups meet one um, at least once a week um, is the goal. Some of them go on to meet like even past Muskoka Woods. And then also our one-to-one -one program, which this one over here is one of my one-to-ones. I have nine. It's a lot of fun. Nine? I have nine. <laughs> nine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was special. But you are. You are. You're special because you were one of my first. Um, um, so that has been my job. We're kind of, it has been a really interesting summer because the other thing is that this staff coach director position is brand new this year so it hasn't um, existed before in the past we've had two full-time staff who have overseen our ministry kind of year-round and um, but just with there's been a lot of staff shifting this year um, a couple like I personally was laid off for three months um, through like, kind of January February March and even December January February March four months um, and then a couple positions were actually let go completely um, so unfortunately those two were ones that um, their jobs got reassigned to other people so I got the task of taking on and trying to fill this space that these two incredible people um, have left um, they were they came up partly through the summer so I got to hang out with them and they did some stuff with their staff coach team which was really great um, but it's been an interesting summer yeah does that answer the question oh I yeah it was a long answer but it's been been a very busy summer and it I has been Hannah you should see your schedule it's like it's back, just back, no back. <laughs> free time whatsoever um, but yeah, so something happened at the School Woods a couple of weeks ago. Can you just talk a little bit about the situation and I guess how you saw God or maybe didn't see God or, sure. or yeah, how how you deal with that? For sure. So a couple of weeks ago, I think it was either August 1st or 2nd, whatever the Sunday was of that. Actually, I guess it kind of all started on a Saturday, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so we test our counsellors, we test our staff, um, most staff at least once a week, some staff are more than that, depending on what job position they're in. Um, and in this testing, we came across a positive case. Um, so it was in a cabin. We had to then contact the, the guest parents and send out kind of messages. They all got tested then as well. There's a couple other cases all within this one cabin um, popped up. Um, so then that was fine. We were in, con we were in constant conversation with public health, um, making sure that we're still okay. And they were like, nope, you're still fine. You can still open. You can still open. You can still open. It's okay. So they were figuring all that out. So that kind of all started around the Saturday and was headed into the Sunday. Um, so Sunday, as all of our guests are arriving, um, there's a whole, we were literally giving them information. There was an email had been sent out being like, look, we've had a couple of cases. Are you still comfortable coming? Literally giving them all of, like, the whole thing is that Muskoka is want to be really like, transparent, really honest with our guests, with our customers, um, and make sure that we give them as much information so they can make the choice themselves, that we're not, like, withholding anything um, from them. Um, 
so that literally as guests were arriving, we're going, okay, this is the situation that's happened. Are you still comfortable leaving your child? And most, I'm pretty sure everybody, I didn't hear of anyone that was uncomfortable leaving and their kids, so that was fine. Um, in the midst of that day, at about five o'clock, there was another positive case came forward. Um, the issue is that then we had two separate cohorts um, so our cohort is our cabins, so essentially like Ellen is in a cohort with the kids that she, um, with the guests that she looks after as a counsellor or other staff that live in accommodations with other staff that would be cohorted all together. Um, so we then had the second case pop up that was in um, a different cohort than this first one. Um, and just by public health definition, we were now in an outbreak situation, which meant that all of the guests that had just been dropped off um, we had to call their parents and tell them to come and pick them up again. Um, my job on arrival day is to stand at the back gate and, and to, so we do a drive and drop process, literally like the parents drive in, drop their kid at the cabin and drive out again. We do a lot of screening and things in between all of that, but that's the general idea. Um, so I'm standing at the back gate, we can see all these cars over at the field house, they haven't moved and look, me and the other girls are trying to figure out all of that. We're then trying to, we're just waving goodbye to parents as they're coming out, handing out bottles of water for their drive home, because most of them, it's a good couple of hours away. Um, but we then had to switch from, okay, like, see you next week, parents, you're finally free, you finally dropped your kid off this week, um, to now, I'm so sorry, hopefully we'll see you again, um, where these parents are not coming past us. Um, literally with kids in the car. Honestly, this was one of the hardest jobs I've ever had to do at Muskoka Woods. When you've got our CEO program, which is our like leadership program, they come for four weeks at a time. They were meant to be starting that day as well. And it was one of the girls, she was the one that broke me. Um, she was in the front seat with her dad in the car and she's in absolute floods of tears because she's having to go home. Um, and me, I'm like having to check that her dad is her dad, that she's the right person. We do authorized pickups to make sure guests are picked up by the correct person. And honestly, whenever I had to do that with her, like she was the one that like I started crying with and like literally like, every car after that, it was just kids crying in the back of the car because they're having to go home and they didn't get to stay, get their week at camp. So that day, ended I think at about quarter to 12 for me um, continuing on with this um, guest departure process I don't even know what you ended up doing I have no idea what the rest of the staff were doing um, but it was honest chaos um, for a while because we we're trying to like reunite guests and parents all together but also still check that the right parent is taking the right guest and the radio is going crazy because we're trying to communicate um, information across with different people like just mental and then so some still, some guests were still um, their parents weren't able to come back and get them quite that quickly or they were like stayover guests and um, who were there for a couple of weeks so their parents were like weren't necessarily don't necessarily live in this province um, and they're trying to get in to come and get them um, so there was still a pickup process going on the next day um, so that was fine we literally had the media started reaching out because parents yeah. started posting on Twitter um, about what had happened so that you had the media, there was a camera crew turned up at the I was gate. On the news. Ellen was on the news was on the over news. here. Yeah. Our staff was on the news. It was a really fun just yeah. shot of our staff lining up for lunch. Mm -hmm. Six feet distance and masked. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we were yeah. lucky with that one. Um, but it was just this crazy like invasion of our privacy and just could, like it's a fairly open like property as you drive up. So they just were on like they weren't even on our property. They just had these massive zoom lenses it was yeah. crazy um 
but fortunately the media was all very positive like it was a lot of headlines like outbreak of Skokoids, outbreak at the summer camp outbreak 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 covid blah 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 um but when you actually read the articles they were all so positive about how we handled this um just the transparency that we had with our guests um and all of that so it was an interesting run just seeing like Skokoids pop up on twitter pop up in the newsreels there was various doctors on the news talking about how we'd handled it and they were all super super positive, which was really interesting and really good to hear. Now, fortunately, this was just a shutdown for two weeks as opposed to kind of a shutdown indefinitely that we had in March 2020. Um, and that wasn't even necessarily our choice back in March. I guess it was our choice back in March 2020 and schools weren't coming anymore. Um, but yeah, so it's been a really, really interesting couple of weeks and going as just even a staff coach director having to go through like because he had a lot of staff that kind of decided to leave and not come back to us they were like this is just too much so it was just a lot of like figuring out okay who is still here what yeah. one-to-ones do i need to reassign who is like we had there was literally there was some staff dear love them literally arrived on the sunday yeah. to start volunteering for the week and they had to, like literally we had to turn them around and send them home again literally, like they, they yeah. had got turned around and sent home literally that day so there's one guy who's literally here for three hours and that's it but praise the Lord, honestly, he came back again. So he's back again with us for the last three weeks, which is fantastic. Um, like honestly, in terms of seeing God or not seeing God in all of this, like the fact that our staff, so many of our staff did come back, we had a real fear that we would lose a lot of our hospitality staff um, and particularly our young ones, where it's like they've got like their need parents permission and a lot of them like parents were scared to send them back and things like that. Um, Cause it's almost like a guest staff like yeah. whenever they're that young like you kind of like we're looking after them in the same way um as we do with our guests but just not programming them the same way yeah. um but it the fact that we've got most of them back we're still able at the minute we're looking good staffing wise for week eight which is great so we're currently our staff all came back on sunday there we're currently in what we're calling staff week 2.0 um so we're just kind of cleaning up a lot of that stuff getting ourselves reset um to welcome guests back on Sunday. So we are so excited to do that. It's just been, I know a lot of the staff just want the kids back, um, which like that for most of them, that is why they've come here is for the kids to kind of give them a great summer. And like a lot of our kids aren't Christian either. So this, we get to be that one like Christian influence in their life. And just the fact that we've lost two, three weeks of that um, hurts a lot, but we do get to continue on with our final two weeks. We got week eight and then classic, which is our mm. bigger, better than ever week. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of prep for that this week. Um, I was chatting with Ellen, even just about like seeing God through all of this already. Like just the fact that we were able to function for four weeks um, yeah. with no COVID cases is honestly only God's hand in all of this. Like. God kept COVID at the gate and he got, we got four weeks. We got one full session of our CEO leadership program. Um, I actually, I have on my, now this isn't a Bible verse, but it's kind of real, real uh, related. It's based off of a talk that Sundar Krishnan, he did with our full-time staff, like before the summer started. Um, so he's speaking on Moses and the burning bush and how like there's this bush and it burns up and the fire is burning, but the bush does not get consumed. The bush doesn't get destroyed by the fire. Um, or doesn't get burnt up by the fire. And I literally had this post-it note stuck on my my laptop monitor. I have like a second monitor in my at my home office. Um, and these two post-it notes and it says, the bush didn't burn 
because the bush was extraordinary. The bush didn't burn because the fire didn't need the bush. Um, and it's just this like, this year has been crazy and like so many, even of our full-time staff and our seasonal staff have been chucked into jobs that we've never done before or we're kind of winging it or we're literally having to come up with processes and protocols to kind of like readjust what we do um, and readjust how we do it and just like God doesn't need this place to do his work. God doesn't need his good words. Um, he is going to impact kids whether we're running or not. Um, and I think for me, just like I'm very much like a doer. I like want to be involved. I want to help out. I'm like whenever stuff goes down, like I'm going to be at the front gate running things until like quarter to midnight. Um, and then back at the front gate for quarter to eight the next morning for the next set of parents to pick up. Um, so for me, it's really hard to not be needed, but that is something that I'm like, that is God, God is teaching me in the summer that like God doesn't need me to do it, but he chooses to involve me in his plan. He chooses to have me be placed in, in Muskoka Woods for this year, whether it's for just these couple of years or beyond that, who knows? Um, I've kind of just accepted that like you know what god wherever you want me to be in this world if that's canada if that's back in northern ireland whatever that is like there's almost <laughs> it sounds bad but there's almost no point in me making plans like i can make short-term plans i can have my own wishes and desires and things like that but ultimately i want to go where he's called me i want to be where um i get to be part of bringing his kingdom here on earth and it is even like we've got worship is going on in the background. I don't know if you can, that's coming across on the video or not, but we've got our team are practicing for our cadence service, which is um, the church service that we run here. And this team that's actually practicing is the team that was meant to run it on the Sunday when we actually canceled cadence because it was like, we can't have the staff together. We need to make sure we're keeping everybody distance. We don't want to like bring everybody together for longer than we have to. So this cadence service actually got canceled and now it's happening again tonight. Um, so I'm just really excited to see it's a communion service, which for a lot of our staff, we haven't seen that. Um, a lot of staff that don't necessarily know what communion is. And we're, like, it's a really, I'm really excited for Vicky to speak. It's a really impactful, um, talk and even just the fact that we've got the worship going again like we're running a baptism service on sunday saturday mm -hmm. saturday. saturday saturday um and so staff have been letting me know like oh hey i want to be baptized and just i'm getting to hear like some of their stories and like one of the girls she told me she came here as a guest when she was younger and i'm getting even goosebumps like she's talking about it she came here as a guest when she was younger and she saw staff getting baptized here and she saw that and was like, I want to do that. And that is why she is back here on staff. I bless you, like you can see, I have goosebumps on my leg. Just talking about this, because it's like, this is what this place is about. Like we want people to come through as guests, because it's when we're their guests, that we, that's when we get that like ministry piece. It's new, like yes, Muskoka Woods is all about the fun, but ultimately like we want to show God to our, to our guests. We want them to understand like, oh my gosh, this place is different. Oh my gosh, these people care about me. And it's like, yes, these people care about you because they want to show you God's love. They want to show you a father who loves you even more than we do and cares about you even more than we do. Um, so yes, we do get that connection with them as guests, but ultimately we want them to come back on staff because that's when we get them at our church service. That's when we get to put them with a one-to-one -one who mentors them and disciples them and literally is checking in on them going, oh, hey, like, what did you think about that cadence service? What did you think about that small group? How are the questions going? How are you, like, how, like are, have you prayed to God before? Like, what do you think? Like, they've got that one-on-one -on -one 
connection with someone like that's where you get to have those conversations about like okay who is god and why like why does he love me and what does that mean and all of like just the the real nitty-gritty of our faith um and getting into like you know what no like it's conversations of like you know what it doesn't matter what i've done it doesn't matter what's been like the ones that hurt are the it doesn't matter what's been done to me god loves me anyway and like oh like we get to have that impact in people's lives and i get to do that because god called me here for this time um and even like in the leadership side of things like the leadership programs that i run like getting to see people like these young christians like take ownership of their faith and step up and be like you know what this is not okay i'm gonna make a difference the bullying in my school is not okay i want to step up and say and like change it like we have partnerships with christian schools and just the programs that like we get to help them initiate in their skills because we like because of what we do with them here um but it's just it's not about me it's not about like god doesn't need this bush to burn god doesn't need um yeah it sounds really weird but god doesn't need me yeah. but i'm just really happy to be part of it yeah. <laughs> so i guess in the ordinary or the miraculous or in the everyday how or what's a point in your life where you've been able to point to it and be like, okay, that is God, God is speaking to me. Um, can you think of any examples that pop in your mind? Mm -hmm. I think even just the fact that we got called back here this year. Um, like Mark and I both worked here on the Kirkwoods in various different positions, various different lengths of time. Um, and we know this place pretty well. We know we have friends here. We have some really close friends um, with little kids that we get to hang out with here. Um, and some of those friends like we got to get closer with this year because we didn't have guests mm -hmm. which is an odd little bright spot in the middle of all of it um but just if knowing like mark um he won't mind me talking about this but mark has quite bad anxiety um and particularly it's a lot of the time it's around health stuff so as you can imagine covid's been a really interesting um thing for him to process um so just even the fact that we were here, we were here in a place that we knew, that he knew was safe, that I was able to be like, you know what, no, like the only people we've interacted with has been like our friends that we know are being careful, that mm -hmm. like we get to be literally on this property, like we get to isolate here on this property, like it's insane, like our backyard is Lake Rosso, yeah. which is just over yeah. there at the minute, I don't know if, it's I'll gorgeous, show we'll show oh, you at the end, you. we'll show you at the end. Um, like we got to hang out here all last year and even through the winter um like just that space and being able to get outdoors and being able to go camping with like some friends and things like that like we wouldn't have necessarily had those opportunities if we were still back in belfast um like it was honestly just such a confirmation of like yep okay like god is in this god knew um that covid was coming but just that kind of security that God gave us this year um, and that helped, like, yes, Mark's anxiety was still pretty rough this year, but um, there's no doubt in my mind that God brought us back here for Mark for this season. Um, and like, if that season goes longer, as I said before, like, that's great, we'll be here longer. If not, you know what, we'll move on to whatever's next. Um, but it's just very much like, I'm sure other people have talked about it, but there's no, like, you just can't explain it. There's just this, like, piece of, like, yeah, okay, like, there's no question, like, God brought us here, God called us here, 
for a reason, for a purpose, for this time. I feel like we're willing to jump into whatever this place needs us to do. Um, that's cool that you're able to like look at that and be like, okay, well, the reason that I'm here right now is because Mark needed this space. Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. like I would never put like two and two together and yeah. see God on that. Really so interesting. Like I think we're cool. super lucky in that we can look back over this yeah. year and see that through it, because um, I know that's not the case for everyone. And that's like there's. I mean, there are moments that I look back and I'm like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> um, but just overall, there is just that, just that piece. Mm. Don't even know. Just there. Somewhere. If you know, you know. It's <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Hannah. Thank you. I appreciate you taking time out to, nice. to do this interview. Thanks for interviewing me. Um, this was fun. Yeah. Thanks. Mm -hmm. See you later. Bye. Good morning, Grace Fellowship. Um, Good morning. As you can see.